Welcome back to our Weekend Spooked podcast. I'm Brielle. And I'm Kate. And we are finally towards the end of January, just a few more days. This has been what seems like the longest month of the year, and it's always like that. But we're finally toward the end, and we're actually going to do our January book wrap-up for this episode. I think we both had a pretty good reading month this month. I'm doing pretty well on my unattainable TBR goal. Uh, If I finish the two books that we're reading right now, I'm going to have 18 books by the end of this month. So I'm pretty proud of myself. And I mean, you've read a bunch of books too, so we're both doing pretty well. Yeah, I've read 13. I'm 40% on the physical book that I'm reading. I'm 87% on the audio book, which is way more than I did um, last January. So yeah, I'm proud of myself. I think your your goal is like way above mine, but you have way more TBR books than I do. Yeah, I mean, I figured out that to get my 140 books off my TBR, I need to read an average 12 books a month. So I'm a little bit ahead of myself. Now, I do feel like a lot of the books we read this month, with the exception of, of like maybe like two, were like 350 pages or less. So, I mean, we did start out trying to just read some smaller books, but either way, they still count. They still coming off that TBR. And I was even talking to um, Angie today, one of my best friends, and she's finally reading Book Lovers. Oh, yay. And she is obsessed. She was like, I literally did not want to get out of bed this morning. I was reading all morning, like on my lunch break, I was reading at work today. And she's like, I'm not going to bed tonight until I finish this book. And I'm so proud of her because I've been like, she's kind of been out of reading for a couple of years and I've been trying to get her back into it so badly. And she has, I think like 24 books maybe on her TBR and her goal is to finish them this year. So I'm super proud of her and I'm definitely encouraging her along the way. So. Well, if she likes that type of book, then, you know, give her happy place and give her the Tessa Bailey books. I mean, I don't know if she's ready for Kate Stewart yet, but we'll get her there. Well, I told her next book she has to read is A Court of Thorns and Roses because she's had it for a while. And I told her, I was like, I know fantasy's not your genre because she likes Nora Roberts and stuff like that. And I was like, I know fantasy's not your genre. And the first book is so hard to get through. I said, but I promise if you stick it out, you will love the series. I just think that that it's a really good uh, entrance into fantasy reading. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. The first book in A Court of Thorns and Roses, like that first book was just, if I never have to read that again, I'll be more than happy. Yeah, it's a struggle to get through. But I I told her, if you can muster through that, the rest of the series makes it totally worth it. So why are you trying to like make her a fantasy lover? Let her read the rom-coms. No, she no, she's going to read the rom-coms. I, you know, I fully support her rom-com love, but I just want her to expand her horizons. So that's what we're working on. That's fair. That's fair. Listen, I'm just proud of her for getting back into reading. I'm so glad that I suggested book lovers to her. I did tell her about, um, we had seen Happy Place when we were out together somewhere. So I think she may already have that one too, but I can't remember if she bought it or not, but that may be on her TBR. So anywho, I just had to mention that because I'm so proud of all of us, like kind of starting to meet our goals this year. Yes. I'm proud of you, Angie. Actually, January started off for both of us with a DNF. Do we want to kind of talk about that? Not something that we're proud of, but. So for Christmas, I bought Brielle um, a 
blind date with a book for every month of the year, one book for each month. And when the girl sent me the boxes, she accidentally sent me two. So I had two full years. So of course, you know, me being the good person that I am, I email her and I'm like, Hey, I'll keep the other box. I'll pay you for it. So then we could both have one. So we opened our January box and we did make a TikTok about it on our page and we both gave it a valiant effort. But for you, it was like the second book in the series. So like, how could you? And then mine, even though that book won a Pulitzer Prize, it was like super weird and I just couldn't get into it. Maybe I'll try it again. Like maybe I'll be feeling froggy one day and just decide to jump on it. But I don't know. And that was hard to say, no, we're not going to read these. I know, especially since it was like the first day of January, but my book was called Strange New World. It's actually by Rachel Vincent and it was a cool concept. It, takes place basically on like a clone farm and then out of like 5,000 identical clones only one remains so I would have loved to read this book to its completion but it was the second book in a series so I kind of was like naturally lost like I understood what was going on but you know I needed the details that were obviously covered in the first book Um, it was also like pretty YA which honestly I don't know. I don't know if I've just like gotten out of that, that YA phase. I'm not sure, but I do find myself and like my reading tastes have kind of like matured. No, I totally agree. Cause I think last year, even when we started reading, um, there was a lot of YA that we did read because even though some books are marked YA, I felt like they were written in such a way that they would appeal to adults too. So it wasn't terrible, but I did notice like some of the stuff we've been reading even the book we're currently reading now, I think it may be the reason why you're saying you're a little bit bored because it is very YA. Yeah. But the there's some parts in there which you haven't gotten to yet, and I have, so I don't want to spoil it for you. But it gets better, so I just want us to keep pushing through it. I do not want to DNF that book, but I think that that might be part of the reason why we're struggling just a little bit. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to DNF this one. I like I told you earlier though, it's it's probably just going to take me. A little bit longer to get through it um I mean it is almost 600 pages so <laughs> yeah and it just doesn't have like my complete interest um sometimes when that happens to me like I I find myself thinking about other things like what I'm reading so I've had to stop myself like multiple times and be like okay you know concentrate go back read it it's a little slow right now you know that this this is a great author. Hopefully it'll pick up. So that's just kind of like what I keep like prepping myself with. Well, since we're talking about our like books of the month and the books that we DNF'd, why don't we, before we jump into like our favorites and stuff about our January reads, why don't we open our February book box okay. and see which books we got for this month? Okay. So there is going to be a little bit of background noise while we do this. ASMR, ASMR. so I will say so the front of these are super cute they're wrapped in like that old school construction paper like from when you were in school and used to wrap your textbooks and on the front there's a basic description of the book there's like some cute stickers and like I mean the way that they're packaged is super cute um so mine says it's a romance but let's see what it is oh mine mine, mine's a romance too oh my god this is so funny 
What? Okay, so literally we were just talking about Angie and how she loves Nora Roberts. And this book that I just opened is a Nora Roberts book. <laughs> it's called The Dark Witch. It's the first book in the Cousins of Dire trilogy. So, which this I think is one of Nora Roberts' books that actually has um, a fan- like fantasy aspects to it. Yeah. So I'm actually kind of excited to read this. I can't wait to tell Angie about this. Well, I'm glad you're excited. What's your book? <laughs> um, so mine is, it's called Flawless, A Pretty Little Liar's Novel. Ooh. And it's it's like the ABC Family series, you know, Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. But it's by Harper Teen. So it's YA, obviously. And I'm not sure that this is the first book in the series. Shut up. Open it up and find out. That is <laughs> story well when you open it up and guys i do have to apologize for myself i'm a little under the weather so my voice is like a little crackly um yes it's the fucking second one (laughs) wow (sighs) it's it's pretty little liars novels pretty little liars is the first one flawless is the second one then perfect and unbelievable and this is flawless you gave it a good effort bud no, you gave it a good effort because I feel like this Christmas gift has been wasted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how am I? How did I get the first book in the series, and you keep getting the second book in the series? Uh, let me see how many pages it is because I no, I mean it's it's like three hundred and. 20 some pages 330 pages I was gonna say maybe I can like zip through the first one and then but I don't know if I if I if I don't start reading it it's not a DNF right yeah it's not a DNF I'm definitely gonna read mine I'm gonna add it to my list it is 342 pages which isn't too bad and it has like you know remember in the Crave series how it had like that cool texture to the paper on the sides yeah like it's like crinkly almost yeah but so it's a paperback but it has like a trifold like a hardback book oh that's pretty cool it is cool so i'm excited to tell Ange about this i hope it's good because if it's not this will be my first and last nor roberts book So really, after we we did that first DNF for both of us, I think the month like really picked up. We actually had stockpiled a bunch of like short reads from Stuff Your Kindle Day. And one of those books is actually in a tie with another book that I read for like my favorite book of January. Well, which books are they? Well, no surprise that. So you want my both of my favorites? Yes, of course. Okay, so no surprise, Tessa Bailey, same time next year. Love it. Yes. And then one of the Stuff Your Kindle Day books that I actually got that was like a novella was Drift. And it's the Willa and Koi story, which is a a Narrows novella from that Adrian Young world. Yeah, which I was kind of surprised you liked that so much. I mean, I will say when we read that series, we should not have started with Saint. That was like a mistake. But the rest of the series is really good. I just, once we finished the last one, like Legacy of whatever, I can't even remember the name of it, I was done with that series. So I was surprised when you said it was so good. I don't know why. I I didn't really like Saint. I wanted to love it, right? But then 
after that, I like increasingly have liked each book more and more that has followed in the series. So obviously Saint, like it wasn't the first book that she wrote, but like chronologically we read it first and then the next series like follows like his daughter and then it breaks down to like crew members and Willow, Willa and Coy are actually crew members on a ship that was under Saint. So, you know, it's it's kind of like a whole like legacy thing or whatever. But I think it has more to do with the way that Adrian Young writes. Because if you remember, like one of my favorite reads last year was Spells for Forgetting, which is also by her. And I'm just not sure if it's like how she develops her characters or like how she develops the setting that the characters are in. But I always have the clearest pictures of what they look like and where they're at at all times. And, like, I love that because I like, like, when my mind is, like, so descriptive like that. Yeah. But I remember, like, I told you after I read this, I was just like, God, I just love it so much. I love that world. And, it like, if I had of never given anything else a chance after Saint, I, I think I would have done myself, like, a huge disservice. Yeah, I mean, like I said, when we decided to read the rest of that series, I ended up loving it. But I just kind of like when we read the last book, I was just kind of done with it. Um, I didn't even know about Drift until you had told me about it. So maybe I'll like listen to it or something on audiobook. But yeah, it's super short. It's only like 181 pages or 88 pages or something. It's super short. Yeah, I mean, in that Tessa Bailey book that you were talking that you mentioned is just is a short book, too, because it's like technically a novella. But Tessa Bailey gets me in my rom-com romance girly phase. I don't know why. I know, and this one was hockey themed, which you know I'm a hockey girly. Like I, I am love too sports, now, thanks to but, you. Like I've always been a hockey girly, and now I'm like obsessed with like all these different like hockey romances. Yeah, I definitely went. Okay, so when you had me listen to Icebreaker, I fell in love with hockey. <laughs> and like, I mean, you know, up north, like hockey for us was like a bigger deal than a lot of other sports so like of course yeah. you know like the flyers and all that but like you're definitely a huge hockey fan and i was not up until this point and then when we read the tessa bailey books i was like mm, okay so my next husband gonna be a hockey player yeah see what <laughs> i mean they're just like i don't know i have a lot of respect for them because yeah okay football players yeah they hit each other blah 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 but hockey players do that and then they the whistle does not blow every like 10 seconds like it does in football like magic no. There was like a some article I read and like, you know, it's really like tragic, but the one guy that they like had gotten into a fight and the other guy like hit him across the neck with his skates and he died. He died. It's dangerous. Yes. It's like a real man sport. I don't care what anybody says. Like I will defend hockey to the death. Well, we do have that one. I think it's called my lucky number 13 that we did get from stuff your Kindle day. So we do have one more hockey romance coming down. And I think that that is actually a series. Like there's multiple like hockey player numbers that the books are about. There is, but I have more than one hockey in my Kindle. <laughs> of course you do. Of course you do. Well, I, I definitely have one that I thought you might have got, but um, yeah, it's called Good Guy. It's by Kate. Yes, you did make me download that. I did download that. But then remember how the other night we missed Stuff Your Kindle Day? Yeah, which I think was a good thing. Okay, well, (laughs) so I realized that we had missed it at, like, 12.02. So, like, I hurried up and got on there. 
And I actually found another hockey one. And it's super short and it's called like Rookies Do It Better by Heather Myers. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Is it still so, now? I don't know, but it was free. I got like three more books for like free and they're all like under 200 pages. Okay, wait. Rookies Do It Best? Rookies Do It Better. Oh, I thought you said best. <laughs> no. <laughs> and you said Heather Meyer? Heather Myers. I'm writing it down because I'm going to look it up. And then I also found one that's like, a, um, I think it's MMA fighting and it's called Chokehold. Oh, Lord. I know. I'm going to stick with rookies do it better. Oh, wait a minute. Did you get this one the last time? It's called The Cupcake Cottage. I saw that, but I didn't download it. Okay. Well, I have that one too because of hockey player on the front of it, but whatever. These are just like little reads that, you know, I guess I have the benefit over you is that I can actually read multiple books at one time and you say that you can't do that. I can't. But I, I, can, do, but I, I can. can. I can do an audio book and a physical book, but I can't do two physical books because I get this like weird anxiety. Like, okay, how much of this book should I read before I stop and read this book tonight? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'd rather just power through and then start another one. I can do like, like I said, audio book and a physical book, but not two physical books. Yeah. See, what I usually do is I'll have our main physical book. And then a lot of times, especially if it's like a hardback book that I don't feel like lugging around, I will leave it at home. And then when I'm at work, like before my shift starts or on my lunch break, I can read like on my phone. And, you know, that's how I usually do it. I tend not to read more than 300 pages on the phone, though. Like, I just feel like if it's more than that, it deserves to be, like, a physical book. Well, I th and I think because you're reading on your phone. I think if you had a Kindle or something, it might be a little bit easier because the writing's bigger. But. Well, I have the iPad, but, like, I don't I don't take that to work either. Well, no, yeah, I'm saying, like, but when you're at work, like, trying to read on your phone, like, that's tough. But yeah. I, um, I don't know, because we used to be, like, strictly, like, just physical book girlies. And now we're doing, like, Kindle and audiobooks. And, you know, we're trying to get our entertainment all kinds of ways. Oh, we're expanding our horizons. I know. And I feel like I will say I'm pretty proud of us and even myself for like the books we haven't read together. I've read a ton of different genres already this year in just this one month. And my favorite book this month was actually um, a book that you told me about, I think, two years ago that I have had on my shelf for that all that time and never got to it. And it's A Stranger on the Beach by Michelle Campbell. Now, Oh, wow. I didn't think you were going to pick that as your favorite, but that was a fucking mind fuck. Okay, so psychological thriller times like a thousand. I, I, it was really hard for me because I did really like the Tessa Bailey book. That was actually my first five-star read of this year and yeah. my only one so far. Um, But I have not been able to stop thinking about that book since I finished it over a week ago. Like I told my grandma about it. She's already finished the audiobook. She finished it today. She, we were talking about it earlier and she's like the ending wasn't what I wanted to happen, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> but, you know, I was like, I don't know, it just really stuck with me cuz it was so crazy. Like it, it literally kept you captivated from the first chapter and then the whole time i spent trying to figure out which one of the main characters the male or the female main character was the crazy one and you really don't figure out what the hell's really going on until like the last like i don't know a couple of chapters yeah and what's really crazy is that that could really happen yeah i think that's why i liked it and <laughs> 
I just like, I don't know. I, I'm actually surprised with myself that I did not pick a fantasy or a fiction as one of, you know, like a fantasy fiction as one of my favorite books. But I don't know what it is about the thrillers, which is also another genre that you started to make me read. But I yeah. just, I loved it. I just loved it. If, if you have not read A Stranger on the Beach by Michelle Campbell, do yourself a favor, audiobook it, read it, whatever. Even if the audiobook narrator is great, like, it's really good. Really good. I normally only listen to audiobooks when I'm driving to and from work. But this, I was listening to at home, like when I was cleaning, when I was at the grocery store, like I needed to know what happened. Yeah, that it was, it was really good. I'm glad that you finally re- got to read it. I know, me too. Because I was like, okay, let me find, instead of just listening to like random audiobooks, I was like, let me try and find audiobooks that are on my TBR so I can kind of, you know, start working away at it. And of course, most of them I have to wait like three or four thousand months for because they don't have so many copies of the library so this one was there and the one I'm listening to now then she was gone I think is also kind of a thriller so I'm enjoying it except the British accents are really messing with my head (laughs) I'm glad that I finally read this book I loved it and it was hard for me because like I said that Tessa Bailey book was really good all of us villains was amazing like we've read a lot of really good books already this month but yeah. I think like this one, I just have not been able to stop thinking about it. So that's why I ended up going with it as my favorite. I wasn't sure if you were going to pick. Well, I, I honestly didn't think you were going to pick that. Um, I thought maybe the Tessa Bailey book. And then I also thought that you might pick Evidence of the Affair by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Oh, that was so good, too. That was up there, too. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, that one was really good. And it was... I mean, I don't even know if it was long enough to be considered like a novella, but it was basically just a composition of letters between two spouses who have found out that their partners are cheating together and they're like writing letters back and forth. And I think it had such like a like a humanistic like character, like feature to it, because like, again, that could really happen like. Obviously, it would probably be done in, like, email or something now, not, like, letters. But I, you always wonder, like, when somebody cheats on their spouse, like, what does the other person feel or think? And she kind of, like, you know, wrote about that aspect of the, the whole cheating thing. And, and that book, even though you said, like, like you said, it was a composition of letters, you still somehow felt connected to every single character, which is crazy yeah. because it's just letters. But it really did, like, kind of hit you in the feels because you're like, oh, my God, this could really happen. Like, what would I do? Like, I don't know what I would do in that situation. I definitely would a letter. In true Taylor Jenkins Reid fashion, she throws something at you at the very end that's like a curveball. And you're like, what? Didn't see that coming. Yeah, I did. (laughs) I did not even put two and two together until you were like, yeah, you know, that's what really happened. Right. And I was like, huh? What? Yeah. Totally went over my head. Because but, she slips it in there, like, nonchalantly, and then you're like, wait, 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 wait. So what we're, like, what we're talking about is, I mean, I think it's okay to give this away. One of the characters has been told this whole time by her spouse, like, she can't get pregnant because it's her fault. Well, she ends up sleeping with somebody else, and she gets pregnant right away, so it's not her fault. Yeah, yeah it's great. 
like we we've said, I think that we've read a really a lot of good books this month. I think it was a really strong start to the year for us, and I'm really excited to see like what magical adventures we get taken on through books for the rest of this year. <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about because it's coming finally. Dun, dun, dun. I'm supposed to be here the the 31st, and it better be in the mailbox when I get home on the 31st. Listen, I ordered so many that I don't know they'll be here when they get here. I guess. You know, because we're taking our trip on February 9th, we can't start it now anyway, but I'm getting, like, mad anxiety thinking that my book's not going to get here in time, and it's really annoying. Like, if a book, this is to me, if I pre-order a book and the release date is the 31st, that shit better be in my mailbox on the 31st, not February 2nd or February 9th or February 7th. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, especially if you pre-ordered it, like, so long ago. I mean, it's been, like, a year. Yeah, so... Fingers crossed that all goes well. I'm trying not to overthink about it because watching TikToks where all these stupid people are like, oh, I got the book, I got the book, I got the book. And actually, I'm going to tell you, I didn't tell you this earlier when we were talking on the phone. Some girl that I don't even follow on my For You page finished the book and already put up a review about it on TikTok. And I was so pissed. I was like, you, did you, you saw it? You didn't, you didn't like watch the whole thing, did you? No, no, no. I just flipped. okay good like once I saw when she was like I finished it and I was like oh hell no oh hell no because yeah, I'm just like I don't like that at least wait until after the release date you know what I mean like I just don't think that that's cool I think it ruins it for other readers and like you know the book community is a little can be a little crazy about stuff so like yeah I didn't tell you this is funny I don't know if you've seen it so there's an author apparently that has canceled herself and I'm saying this is I'm quoting the internet, not me. I haven't canceled this woman. I don't even know her. That was on there talking about how, like, readers should be rating authors. And her video, and I quote, says that if you are not rating books at least three stars, you are the asshole. What? And then proceeded to talk about, especially, like, indie authors who, you know, write their own book, edit their own book publish their own book like those three things alone should earn them the three stars like it was like crazy and so many people were like attacking her and I was just like this is the type of stuff I'm talking about like these I don't I don't know if I could do three stars if I didn't like it like didn't like the content didn't like the writing we've talked about this before like I've only ever 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 done one one star review I've read a lot of books that I didn't think were great and they still got like two stars, but I'm not going to bump them up to three stars just because you think I should. Well, that's the thing I thought that was crazy because I'm just saying like, if I decided I was going to sit down and write a book, I would want people to be brutally honest with me, especially if it's like my debut or something like that, because how else am I going to get better? Yeah. I think that that just has a lot to do with like the times that we live in where you know, these authors, they almost feel like entitled sometimes like, oh, I'm gracing you with this book. You know, you should bow down before me. And that's that's just how it is now. That's why like some people write in pen names because they they don't want, you know, critics like blasting them. Which is so sad because, 
you know, the, now I think it's funny because I remember when I was younger and I liked to read, it was almost like a taboo. Like you were a nerd, you were a dork. Yes. And now I, there's so many people that love to read and it makes me my heart like so happy that there's so many people that enjoy reading now that like I have so many people to talk about because, you know, it used to just be like I you were the only person I could talk to about books, you know, and then I yeah. got my close friends read and then people at work read. So now it's like amazing. And it's funny because like people at work, when they start talking about reading, they'll be like, oh, great. Here we go. <laughs> I just won't shut up, you know, but <laughs> and then it's things like this keep happening and it's like really sad because then it makes no. people afraid to like give their opinion, even if it's something that they love, because God forbid you say one wrong thing and then that author gets upset. Like, it's just crazy. I just I thought that that was funny. I just had to throw that in there because I was just thinking about it because we're talking about the TikTok thing. But yeah. yeah, I mean, there's always going to be somebody who's a hater, you know, they're unhappy with their self and they have to make others unhappy. So, you know, they're going to if, if you're a book lover, they're going to make you feel bad for being a book lover. You know, if you gave a bad review, they're going to make you feel bad for that. If you give a five star review, they're going to make you feel bad for that. It's just the way it is. Yeah, so I guess the moral of the story is just enjoy your own reading journey and who cares what other people think. <laughs> and how many more pre-orders do you have left for this year? Three. Okay, I only have one. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Well, you should have at least two. At least two, because we have the um, Holly Black book. Yeah, that's the one I have. And then what about Sweet Vengeance? No, I canceled it. Oh, you did cancel it, so we're not reading that? No, I mean, you could do whatever you want, but I canceled it because it's supposed to be not even the first book in the series. No, it is. They changed it. Again? Or it's like Sweet Nightmare. They did change it. You're right. But it changed my pre-order to the right book. Mine didn't, so I just canceled it. Okay, well, maybe we'll just cancel it and not read it. But I mean, I I don't know. Maybe that's kind of like the situation where we should wait until they're all out. And then read them? Like, yeah, like, bam, bam, bam. Okay, we could do that. We could do that. Yeah. And Doncha will thank me for that canceled pre-order. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, he'll be like, I thought you said you weren't going to read, uh, buy any more books until you finish what you had. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that wraps up Season 2, Episode 13. As always, if you liked what you heard, give us a rating on whatever podcast outlet you listen to and check us out on Instagram at our underscore weekend underscore booked podcast. Again, I'm Kate. And I'm Brielle. Until next time. Bye.